katika hayo maono ambalo lilikuja na kusaga kabisa ile sanamu na kuovumbi. Hai. Hai. So can I then explain a few things here? Hivyo basi jeni naweza kuelezea mambo machache hapa. This is very powerful to underscore the rejection of the capstone. The stone that they rejected. Hii ni nguvu kabisa ili kwamba kudhihirisha lile jiwe kuu jiwe la pembeni ambalo walikataa. This is very powerful. Hii ni nguvu kabisa to explain to the church globally. Ili kwamba kuelezea kwa kanisa lote kote kote ulimwenguni. The rejection of the Messiah Kuka... even in the church I am coming to the church Kuka... where some people have rejected the Lord. Kukataliwa kwa Masia hata kwa kanisa ninakuja kanisani mahali ambapo watu wengine wamemkataa Bwana. I want to lay out for you some key features of this parable. And Jesus makes them to give him the answer of what will happen to them. Number one, There is the land owner. That is God the Father himself. The land owner is God the Father. God the Father himself. And then number two, the vineyard, the vines, that is Israel. The tenants, there is Israelites, that's plus their religious leaders, that's their leaders. And then he says, the servants who are sent by the owner to go and take the portion, the harvest. Those are God's prophets that are sent to every generation before something happens. The prophets of the Lord Yahweh. Like one, some two speaking to you here. One in the spiritual realm, one in the physical realm. Talking to you now here. Manabi wa Mungu yawe kama vile hawa ambao wanazungumza pamoja nanyi sasa hivi hapa moja katika Mungu Watumishi hao ambao walitumwa. The servants of the owner of the land. Watumishi wa miliki wa shamba. That were sent to go and collect. Ambao walitumwa ili kwamba kwenda kuchukua. To go and in other words see the fruitfulness of the investment God has down there. Kwenda kwa maneno mengine kwenda kule kuona uzao those servants those are the prophets of Yahweh and then after that the son when he said okay they have not honored my prophets my servants let me send the son that is Christ Jesus the son is Christ Jesus the Messiah and then he asked them what will he do to those tenants he said he would kill them he would punish them to death they, they say to him they, that, 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 that the old owner of the land will punish them to death. They were saying it with their own tongues. Back to Jesus. And then, say, then they said that then the owner of the land will rent the vineyard to other tenants
plant will produce fruit. Halafu yule mmiliki wa shamba atapangisha ile shamba la mzabibu kwa wapangaji wengine ambao wataleta mazao. The other tenants. Wapangaji wengine. The Gentiles. Watu mataifa. Then he will take it to the Gentiles. Halafu sasa ataipeleka kwa watu mataifa. Can we go step by step and open up this now? Je, tunaweza kwenda hatua kwa hatua na tufungue hii sasa? On this beautiful day. Katika siku hii ya kupendeza. And I told you you'll not miss a thing. Na niliwaambia kwamba hamtakosa lolote. to build you to strengthen you on righteousness to enter the kingdom of Yahweh that one you'll receive here in, the foundation of your salvation injili ya kuwajenga na kuatia dhabiti kabisa katika msingi wa uhaki na toba huo mtapata kuipokea hapa ili kwamba mpate kuingia katika ufalme wa bwana yesu let us go step by step wacha tuende hatua kwa hatua the same matthew 21 Kitabu kile kile cha Mathayo 21 verse 23 verse 33 He said listen to another parable Anasema sikilizeni mfano mwingine There was a land owner who planted a vineyard Kulikuwepo na mtu mmoja mwenye shamba ambaye alipanda mizabibu And he put a wall around it Na akajenga ukuta kulizunguka And dug a wine press in it Akatengeneza shinikizo ndani yake And built a watch tower Na akajenga mnara wa ulinzi Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers Kisha akalikodisha hilo and went away so the went away is what we are dealing with now the went away is what is happening now and is about to come But let us look at the vineyard. Isaiah chapter 5. Kitabu cha Isaya sura 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 5. Isaiah chapter 5. Isaya sura 5. Isaiah chapter 5:1 and 7. kwanza hadi wa He says I'll sing for one I love. I'll sing for the one I love. Anasema nitaimba wimbo kwa ajili ya mmoja nimpendaye. A song about his vineyard. Wimbo kuhusu shamba lake la mizabibu. My loved one had a vineyard. Mpendwa wangu alikuwa na shamba la mizabibu. On a fertile hillside. Kwenye kilima chenye rutuba. He dug it up and cleared it of stones. Alililima na kuondoa mawe. And planted it with choicest vines. Na akaliotesha mizabibu bora sana. He built a watch tower in it. Akajenga mnara wa ulinzi ndani yake. And cut out a wine press as well. Na kutengeneza shinikizo la mzabibu pia. Then he looked for a crop of good grapes. Kisha akatazamia kupata mazao ya zabibu nzuri. Remember good grapes. Tukumbuka mzabibu nzuri. But it yielded only bad fruit. Lakini lilizama tunda mabaya tu. Now you dwellers in Jerusalem basi enyi wakazi wa Yerusalemu and the men of Judah na watu wa Yuda judge between me and my vineyard hukumuni kati yangu na shamba langu la mizabibu what more could i have done for my vineyard ni nini zaidi ambacho ningeweza kutendea kwa ajili ya shamba langu la mizabibu i took the best vines and i planted kumaanisha kwamba nilichukua kabisa nikapanda niliandaa i prepared the soil niliandaa udongo i took the best vineyard and planted nikachukua mizabibu bora nikapanga I raised the wall I built a perimeter wall security wall around it Nilipanda na kisha nikajenga ukuta wa ulinzi kuizunguka dug in a wine press Halafu nikatengeneza ndani Halafu mnara wa ulinzi And took care of it like that Halafu nikaishughulikia na What should I have done to it Je ni nini zaidi ambaye ningepaswa kuifanyia Now you dwellers of Jerusalem Ninyi wakazi wa Yerusalemu And Judah Na Yuda 
judge between me and my vineyard. So they can hear your words. So judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard? That I have not done for it. When I looked for good grapes. Why did it only yield bad? Now, Sasa, I will tell you waambia, what I'm going to do to my vineyard. I will take away the hedge. And it will be destroyed. I will break down its wall. Wake, and it will be trampled. I will make it a wasteland. Neither pruned nor cultivated. And briars, briars and thorns will grow there. I'll command the clouds not to rain on it. The vineyard of the Lord Almighty. Is the house of Israel. And the men of Judah. Are the garden of his delight. And he looked for justice. But he saw bloodshed. For righteousness. But he had cries of distress. Are you beginning to understand the rejection of the Messiah that was being pronounced eloquently here before the Sanhedrin until they said, wow, which school? Je, sasa, which school? Sasa which school of theology is that? Je, sasa which Ulpan? Je, sasa kule kwa masia. Do you understand the rejection of the Messiah? that was taking place here in the Supreme Court in the ruling council in Jerusalem. Do you now understand the rejected stone that Peter was telling them about that had raised this cripple? Hey, hey. The rejection the rejection of the Messiah Kukataliwa. by the Israelites, by the Hebrew people. Kwa na wa Israeli, na watu wa Have you seen now this parable? He says that you now judge between me and my vineyard. That the vineyard of the Lord is the house of Jacob. Let us read next. The book of Psalm 80. Turn with me the book of Psalm 80. Verses 8 and 9. Don't worry about time. The world is flowing with maximum power. Let us make gains on this. Psalms 88 and 9. You brought a vine out of Egypt and drove out the nations and planted it. You, drove a, oh, you brought a vine out of Egypt and uh, you drove out the nations. 
You brought a vine out of Egypt. Ulileta mzabibu kutoka Misri. Let me read it again. Wacha nisome tena. Amazing. Yeshangaza. It says. Anasema. You brought a vine out of Egypt. Ulileta mzabibu kutoka Misri. You drove out the nations and planted it. Ukawafukuza mataifa, ukaupanda. Remember the Amorites. Mnakumbuka The Jebusites. Wayabusi. All those. How wote. You drove out the nations and planted it. Ukawafukuza mataifa ukaupanda. You cleared the ground for it. Uliandaa shamba kwa ajili yake. And it took root and filled the land. Mizizi ikawa imara ukajaza nchi. Hey. The vineyard of God. Shamba la mizabibu la Bwana. The investment of God was Israel. Wakazo kwa Mungu lilikuwa Israeli. And then it says Jeremiah chapter 11. Halafu anasema Yeremia sura ya 11. Verse 17. Mstari wa 17. Since this is a global Bible study now. Kwa sababu haya ni mafundisho ya Biblia ya ulimwengu wote mzima. On the rapture church. Kuhusiana na kanisa la unyakuzi. The identity of the church ablaze. Kuhusiana na kitambulisho cha kanisa linalouwa kamoto. The book of Jeremiah 11:17. Kitabu cha He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. 11:17. 11:17. He says. Anasema the Lord Almighty who planted you has decreed disaster for you because the house of Israel and the house of Judah have done evil and provoked me to anger by burning incense to Baal. The book of Jeremiah chapter 2. Kitabu cha Yeremia sura ya pili. The vineyard of the Lord. Shamba la mzabibu la Bwana. And he says. Na anasema. Look at this now. Angalia hili sasa. Verse 21. Mstari wa 21. He says. Anasema. I had planted you like a choice vine. Nilikupanda ukiwa mzabibu uliobora sana. Of sound and reliable stock. Mkamilifu na wa mbegu nzuri. How then did you turn against me into a corrupt and wild vine? Ilikuwaje basi ukawa kinyume nami ukaharibika na kuwa mzabibu mwitu? The Lord is saying. Bwana anasema that the vine is Israel. Ya kwamba mzabibu ni Israeli. So are you beginning to understand now? Hivi basi je mnaanza kuelewa sasa? Anasema that he removed Israel. Ya kwamba aliwaondoa Israeli from Egypt. Kutoka Misri. As a precious vine. Kama mzabibu bora. And along the way. Na katika barabara. He built a wall. Alijenga ukuta around her. Kumzunguka. Behind her there is fire. Nyuma yake kuna moto. In the night. Usiku. And in front there is fire. Na mbele yake kuna moto. Sometimes behind there is darkness the enemy cannot see her. Wakati mwingine nyuma kuna giza adui hawezi kumuona. And then Halafu he's moving on. Anaendelea kusonga. He's taking her. Anampeleka. Taking her, guarding her. Akimpeleka na kumlinda. He's keeping away the wild beasts. Anawaondoa kabisa wale wanyama hawa. Guarding her, put a wall. Akimlinda kabisa aliwaka wall. Aliweka ukuta unaozunguka around her. Ili kwamba kumzunguka taking her all the way securing her until he arrived when he arrived there then he chased away the communities he cleaned up the area and then he planted her and 
and he built a wall around her. Na akajenga ukuta kumzunguka. Let us see the wall that he built. Wacha tuone ukuta ambao aliujenga. The book of Exodus 19:4 and 5. Kitabu cha kutoka 19 mstari wa 4 na 5. He said you yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt. Anasema kwamba ninyi wenyewe mmeona kile ambacho nilifanyia Misri. The wall he built around them in other words. Ukuta ambao Israel. Ukuta ambao aliujenga kuzunguka Israeli. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt. And how I carried you on eagle's wings. And brought you to myself. Now if you obey me fully. And keep my covenant. Then out of all the nations. You will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine. You will be for me a kingdom of priests. A holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. This is the wall he built. Let me read for you Zechariah 2 and then I will explain everything together. Zechariah chapter 2 blessed people. Verse 5. He says, and I myself will be a wall of fire around it. declares the Lord. And I'll be its glory within. Then later on we we'll read second Corinthians. What is he saying? What is he saying? He says that when he found the best of the vine. His treasured stock that he wants to go and plant in a special land he owns the land owner God the Father and then now he carries them all through but he placed a wall around them that wall was the stone tablets of the ten commandments so he created he planted it in the promised land and then he put a wall he secured it with a wall which is the word of God which is the commandments of God the covenant of God that if you obey this you are secured Hivyo basi alipanda halafu akailinda kwa usalama kabisa na ukuta. Hiyo ukuta ndio zile amri kumi za Mungu ya kwamba iwapo mtailitinza. It is the word of God. Ni neno la Mungu. And I know of another vine. Nami najua mzabibu mwingine. That he has planted. But let us talk about this first. Lakini wacha tuzungumzie hii kwanza. And then he said he secured them with the word. Halafu akasema kwamba aliwalinda na neno. With the commandments of God. Na amri za Mungu. The covenant of Yahweh handed down to them on Sinai. He secured. Then he's asking. How then? Is that my vineyard, my vineyard has not produced. The Israelites, the vineyard dressers have not produced my portion. When he planted, after he planted them, then immediately 
He began to send his servants there to take the produce. Isaiah. Isaiah. When he was sent. Alipotumwa. He was slaughtered with a wooden saw. Alichinjwa kabisa kabisa na ule He was killed and they by they slaughtered him with a wooden saw. Alimu aliuawa kabisa wakamchinja kabisa na ile msumeno wambao. Can imagine how painful a wooden saw. Unaweza kuwazia jinsi ambavyo ni uchungu kabisa msumeno wambao. Then he sent another servant. Halafu akamtuma mtumishi mwingine. Joel. Joel. They smote his head with a club and he died. Walipiga kabisa kichwa chake na rungu akafa. After that he sent Amos the prophet. They first tortured him and then they slaughtered him. But the priests of Bethel did this. They tortured and then slaughtered him in Bethel. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. They slaughtered him openly. Jeremiah was torn to death. Habakkuk was torn to death. Mika was slaughtered by Joram. And John the Baptist was beheaded. And the list goes on and on and on and on. And he says, that he sent his servants to the tenants that he had given the vineyard to take care of. And instead, they beat some, they tortured others, they slaughtered others, and they killed. Why? Because the servants of God the prophets, they came preaching repentance, and holiness, and pointing them to the sin they are committing, the homosexuality, the lesbianism you see today, the false prophets you see in the church today, the corruption you see in the hearts of the believers in their dressing today the failing to honor God the sickness you see in the church where there is a big apostasy the gospel of money the gospel of prosperity you see in the church today the prophets of God always come and point sin they point sin and testify against the sin of the world for that matter they are not needed they are not loved they are killed kila wakati manabii wa bwana huja na kuashiria kwa dhambi na kisha kuonyesha dhambi hivyo basi kwa sababu ya hiyo kwa sababu wao hawabatani kabisa na dhambi like me snipers have shot at me wengine wetu hapa kama vile gunfire it is open everybody knows this because they have misunderstood everything we come to love you to point you to the kingdom of God because we know that with your sin you will go to eternal fire and we come to you from the Lord as a symbol of love God saying that he loves you so much he's very 
very considerate of your life. And he wants you not to go to hell. But to go to everlasting life in the kingdom of glory in heaven. But the corruption of man. The corruption of the flesh of man. The corruption of the world. The carnality of man. The thinking of man, the, 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 the narrow mindedness of, of the flesh created by God. When they hear repent, turn away from sin, stop the evil, repent and be holy, repent and return to righteousness. They think you hate them because it hurts them. And yet that is the truth. You know the prophets of God only fear God alone. Nobody else. And they bring you the truth because God is loving you. He does not want you to go to torment like you see in Luke 16, 19, 31. When finally you have crossed into the realm of hell. It is irretrievable. And so, they tortured them. They slaughtered them. I tell you, some of us, if it was not for the power of God, the unbelievable, dreadful power he has placed on me, it would be unbelievable. Same story. If it was not for the mission, is not yet. But I have seen the end anyway. They always reject the servants of righteousness. The servants of holiness. That is what is happening here. Hey. And yet he built a wall. And he's so amazed that the wall did not secure them. He said, how much more then should I have cared for this vine? I told you, today is a blaze. No, it's a long sermon, I said. We have to sort it out tonight. And he's saying, for the church, what wall did he give you to procure you? Because you remember in that parable when Israel rejected the stone, when they reject the gospel, then the Lord sent it now to the Gentiles. And he made them in the temple to answer him. He asked them, what do you think the landowner will do to these tenants? And they said, by themselves, with their mouth, what is going to happen to them? Those that reject God and his prophets, what is going to happen to them? He made them say with their own mouth. They said, you'll take those wretches and bring them to a wretched, deadly end. You'll crush them to death. 
kimo kabisa na kuwapeleka katika kifo cha ajabu cha udhalimu he was literally saying what is going to happen to israel that's why we are here to run there after the rapture kimsingi alikuwa anasema kile ambacho kinaenda kuwatendekea israeli ndio sababu tuko hapa kukimbia huko baada ya there is a bigger mission out there i've seen it already kuna tume kubwa kabisa huko nje nimeshiriki pamoja nanyi hata maono hapa when the two beasts were entering the temple wakati wale wanyama wawili walikuwa wanaingia katika hekalu nimeshiriki mengi kabisa pamoja nanyi even that small horn that did grow and when i was in heaven i saw it passing through the cloud like this entering the realm of heaven hata ile pembe ndogo ambayo ilimea kabisa na wakati nilipale mbinguni nikaona ikimea namna hii hadi kuingia katika nyanya ya mbinguni katika maono hayo i've shared with you everything nimeshiriki pamoja nanyi kila kitu There is a mission. Lakini kuna yotume. And he say. Na anasema. He met the people. He's talking about a nation that rejects the Messiah and his prophets. Anazungumza kuhusiana na taifa ambalo walimkataa Masiya pamoja na manabii. A nation that rejects the Messiah and the prophets of God. Taifa ambalo linamkataa Masiya na manabii wa Mungu. And he met them to say back what is going to happen to them na, that they will be punished to death. Na akawasababisha waseme kile ambacho kinaenda kuwatendekea ya kwamba wataadhibiwa hadi kufa. But the nation lakini taifa it goes a little wider he puts it into a people a generation that reject the lord and his prophets he talks about a generation that rejects the messiah and the mega prophets of yahweh so it's not just that that's why you see the big in the great tribulation is not just israel but also the the, the rebellious ones at this time that are transported they are transported into the tribulation hivyo basi ndio sababu unaona kwamba katika diki kuu sio israeli tu peke yake lakini pia wale waasi katika haya mataifa ambao wanaingiza katika rebellious of this time so all of you that reject the lord and his message the message of prepare the way the messiah is coming the message of repent and turn away from sin and chase away those false apostles from your churches walk out of them today you have seen a wonder here you have seen what the true stripes of the mega prophets are they speak to the son and the son obeys whether it's a few days later the son obeys in that venue ya kwamba wanaamrisha jua hata kama ni siku chache ijayo hata kama ni siku chache zijazo whether they have commanded that in the few days when they go to kisumu it will happen it must obey the sun must obey them you like it or not hata kama wanaamrisha ya kwamba katika siku chache zijazo wakati wataenda kisumu jua lazima liziwe central park it doesn't matter where ama central park haijalishi popote pale and so you cannot claim that you don't know hauwezi kudai na kusemea kwamba haujui he say anasema that every time the prophet of god come when god sends them he sends them with the message of the messiah is coming he sends them the message of repent and return to holiness he sends them with the message of repent and turn away from immorality the nudity in the church turn away from the corrupt 
But every generation Right from the time of Noah To Isaiah To Jeremiah To Ezekiel To Malachi They never listen They never listen Did you understand this parable? Did you understand what Peter was saying before the Sanhedrin? The rejecting of the stone. The rejected stone. That has now become the cornerstone of Zion. That rejection consumed the prophets of God. And then finally sent his own son. Whom they also killed. Then he said. They answered him. They said. That he will send the gospel to the Gentiles. And if you go to Matthew chapter 8 verse 10 11. He says. That many will come from as far as the east, as far as the west, and pass you here. And go and sit with the patriarchs of Israel. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And eat a wedding feast inside the glory of God. Let us look at the wall that he has put for the church. The wall that so you may produce well be fruitful and not be like that fig tree that was cast by the judgment of God. Tell me, have you produced fruit? Fruit of repentance. Fruit of righteousness. Fruit of holiness. Fruit of the mercy of God extended to you. Okay, I said fruit. I think she's saying other things. The fruit of the mercy of God extended to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 I'm reading 14 18 2 Corinthians chapter 6 I'm reading verses 14 to 18. Even the church. He built a wall. To make her fruitful. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? What fellowship can there be between light and darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live with them and walk among them and I'll be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from them and be separate. Says the Yahweh of hosts. Touch no unclean thing. 
and I'll receive you. I will be a father unto you. And you'll be my sons and daughters. Says the Lord Almighty, the Yahweh of hosts. Did you see the wall that he built for the church? The church also has a wall. There is no reason for failing to produce fruit. That the wall is the separated life that Jesus gave you in salvation. The wall is the separated Christian life that Jesus Christ the Lord gave to you in the dispensation of grace. And he said, separate, behold, you are now a new creation. Don't let the world blend in you. But when you look at the present day church, they are blended with the world. The Christian salvation today is together with the world. No wonder no creeper walks in their churches. God is not in their churches. Only here creepers get up and walk away in a very stunning manner. And the anointing is always up and up and up and up and up. Higher and higher until I call down the cloud of God. Look at the anointing at Lima, Peru. And announcing it in Italy in front of TV. It is a beautiful thing under the obedience of God. It's a wonderful thing to obey God, to honor God. He says, if I am a father, where is the honor due me? If I am the Lord, where is my respect? If I am the father, where is the fear of God due me? I, blessed people, look at Lima, Peru. And he said, whoever believes, if you have faith, you can tell this mountain, be removed, and it will be removed into the sea. At high speed, but what bigger one is bigger than commanding heaven to open and heaven open life? Everybody watch as you are commanding heaven to open like this. That is bigger than a mountain pushed to the sea. Hey. I tell you, when Peter stood there and he told them that the stone you rejected has become the cornerstone. Time is running out. I need to touch a few things and finish. Zechariah chapter 3. Zechariah chapter 3. I told you, today we are not stopping. 
If it can be true Kama ni kweli that I can command the sun Ya kwamba ninaweza kuamrisha jua that when I get to a meeting Ya kwamba ninapokwenda kwenye mkutano the sun must shake Jua ni lazima litingike and close light even by voice I say light darkness darkness light darkness light darkness light darkness light darkness Hey! and the sun do exact hata kwa jua mwangaza mwangaza giza mwangaza mwangaza giza halafu jua linafanya vivyo hivyo if that is what you are seeing now ikiwa hicho ndicho mnaona sasa then i am virtually unstoppable now hivyo basi siwezi kukomeshwa sasa zekaria chapter 3 verse 9 zekaria sura ya 3 mstari wa 9 that stone they rejected jua hilo ambalo walikataa he says anasema verse 9 See the stone I have set in front of Joshua. Tazama jiwa niloweka mbele ya Yoshua. There are seven eyes on that one stone. Kuna macho saba juu ya jiwa hilo moja. And I will engrave an engravement, I will engrave an inscription on it. Says the Lord of hosts. Nami nitachora maandishi juu yake asema Bwana mwenye nguvu zote. And I will remove the sin of the whole land in a single day. Nami nitaiondoa dhambi ya nchi yote kwa siku moja. The stone that they rejected so now they discover it is him that has power to purge sin and to admit men into the kingdom of glory the rejected savior the rejected messiah the book of psalms 118 kitabu cha zaburi 118 verse 22 we've quoted it so much Isaiah chapter 28 Isaiah 28 blessed people And he says the following Verse 16 Isaiah 28 verse 16 So this is what the sovereign Lord the Yahweh of hosts says kwa hiyo hivi ndivyo asemavyo Bwana mwenye nguvu zote yawe wa majeshi. See I lay stone in Zion. Tazama ninaweka jiwe katika Sayuni. A tested stone. Jiwe lililojaribiwa. A precious cornerstone. Jiwe la pembeni la dhamani. For a sure foundation. Kwa ajili ya msingi thabiti. The one who trusts when we trust the one who trusts in it will never be dismayed. Yeye alitumainie kamwe hatatiwa hofu. Ai Hey. Luke chapter 20. Luka sura ya 20. And then I'll explain to you. Halafu nitawaelezea. Luke 2017. Luka 2017. Things are blaze here today. Mambo yamewaka kabisa hapa leo hii. Luke 2017 he says. Luka 2017. Everybody must enter the kingdom of God today. Lazima kila mtu aingie katika ufalme wa Mungu sisi wote. Lazima awe tayari. That if the happens you go. Ya kwamba kama unyakuzi utatendeka uende. If it happens today you go. If 10 years later you go. One year later, one week it doesn't matter. Ikitendeka Jesus looked directly at them and asked. Then what is the meaning of that which is written? 
Basi ni nini maana ya yale yaliyoandikwa? The stone the builders rejected. Jiwe lile walilolikataa has become the capstone. Limekuwa jiwe kuu la pembeni. But you see blessed people. Lakini muona watu wabarikiwa. Before I explain to you deeper here. Kabla niwaelezee kwa vilindi kabisa hapa. On the cornerstone. Kuhusiana na jiwe la pembeni. That you saw Peter invoke before the Sanhedrin the Supreme Court. Ambao Muliona Petro akilitaja mbele lile mahakama kuu ile mahakama kuu baraza la Kiyahudi. It is amazing. Yashangaza kabisa. The way the Lord was speaking with them. Jinsi ambavyo Bwana alikuwa anazungumza nao. The way he was engaging with them. Jinsi ambavyo alikuwa anawahusisha. Now. Sasa. The cornerstone. Jiwe la pembeni. When they are building a house. Wakati wanajenga nyumba. At that time. Kwa wakati huo When the engineers were building a house. Wakati wahandisi walikuwa wanajenga nyumba. And the architects. Na wale wa ujuzi wa kujenga. They would have to design the exact place where the cornerstone will be. Ilikuwa inawabidi watengeneze mahali hasa kabisa ambapo jiwe la pembeni litakuwa. And at the quarry of the rocks. Alafu katika mahali ya kuchimba mawe. They would first begin to dig out. Kwanza kabisa wangeanza kuchimba and try to look for an intact very strong cornerstone na kujaribu kulitafuta jiwe ambalo ndabiti kabisa la pembeni because the cornerstone kwa sababu jiwe la pembeni had to be a strong stone it cannot crack ilikuwa inabidi kwamba liwe jiwe la nguvu kabisa aliwezi kupata it cannot crack aliwezi kuvunjika it has to be intact and very strong ilikuwa inabidi iwe ya nguvu kabisa na kabisa they insist it has to be unchiseled hivyo basi wakati mwingine wanasisitiza kwamba isiwe imechongwa and once they find it it comes right away they have to bring it right away straight away to the site without any further delay hadi katika mahali pa kujengea bila kukawia kabisa when it arrives inapofika then they try to fit it alafu wanajaribu kuiweka fit it exactly according to the design of the house and if it fits well kuiweka sawa sawa kabisa kulingana na mtindo wa nyumba na ikiwa itaingia vizuri kabisa most of the time mara nyingi that is the rate limiting stage of the construction hiyo ndio mahali ambapo sasa inapeana sasa mipaka kiwango hicho of construction ya kujenga is what delays the construction ndio ambayo inachelewesha kabisa kujenga because most of the time kwa sababu mara nyingi when they brought a cornerstone walipoleta jiwe la pembeni they found that it did not fit well walipatia kwamba haingiani vizuri then they rolled it away halafu wakaiondoa kuipeleka just found find another one like this like this like this then they bring it again and once it enters when it fits well then all other structures of the house have to be built relative to this one now once the cornerstone is established then now all the other structures can be added because the cornerstone is the principal support structure supporting that house hivyo basi ile mitengo nyingine inaweza kuongezewa kwa sababu lile jiwe la pembeni ndio msingi dhabiti ambao unasimamisha na kutegemeza nyumba hiyo ongesema kwa Kiswahili vizuri kwa maana wanaweza kafikiria mitengo zingine hapana zile ukuta zingine pia sasa zinaweza zijengwe pia zile ukuta zingine sasa zinaweza kuhimizwa na kushikiliwa na kujengwa nyumba mengine 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says, Na anasema, that once the cornerstone has fitted right. That house is a stable house. And that house will remain stable as long as the cornerstone is on. And so sometimes they bring three, four and you have to reject it, reject it. And so that's why they say the cornerstone they rejected has become the, the, the stone they rejected has become the cornerstone of Zion. And I want to move to the next stage before I go to the judgment. The judgment that Jesus made them to ask. Jesus made them to say to him, he asked them, what do you think the landowner will do to these tenants? They will bring those wretches into a wretched death. That he will bring them to a wretched death. But the rejection so many times they have to reject the corner the, the, the cornerstones. The, the bring this one, no, no, the reject. Try another one, try another one. And then sometimes you find that the one you rejected, Kumbe, is the right one. So it is the right one. This is what Peter was telling them. You, you have rejected the cornerstone of Zion. How will you survive? Your structure will collapse. Your lives will collapse. And you, Church of Christ, many of you, by rejecting the gospel of repentance and holiness, you have literally rejected the cornerstone of your salvation. How will you survive? How will you stand? So I want us to look at one thing. Look at the sun, the wonder of the sun, right on your screen now. The wonder of the sun in your screen now. The Lord using all means to identify these prophets to you. Hey. And then the calling of heaven in Peru. You don't have to. The calling of heaven to Peru. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How then can you say, oh, we did not? When Jesus was sent, when Jesus came, when Jesus came, put it to me here, when Jesus came, when he came to the earth, his stripes were very clear. But they claimed that they cannot identify the cornerstone of Zion. And they rejected him. Can I walk with you step by step why they rejected him? Number one, 
Their conception, they had an ill-conceived notion about the Messiah. A different conceived notion. Because they said, according to them, they were particular personalities, identities that the Messiah must wear. Number two, the prophecies of the Messiah, they wanted them fulfilled in terms of the revelation to Israel. In other words, when he's coming, he has to come as the king of Israel. And then he goes on and on. Can we walk through two of them and then close this sermon, this service? Why? Why they rejected the Christ? They said that according to their Hebrew Torah which was even a lie that Jesus did not fool the messianic prophecies. Number two that Jesus himself did not represent the personal qualifications of the Messiah. Number three, that the biblical scriptures that were used to refer to Jesus were actually misinterpreted. Let me use the example of the prophet speaking with you. Before we go to the Messiah. When the Bible promised that I would come to the earth, the stripes are clear that I should have the authority and power to command heaven to open and bring rain or to shut it forever. And bring rain or shut it forever. That I must have that authority. And it has been beautifully demonstrated at Kakamega. That is how I hit the sin. Hit the sin. Hit the sin. After Kakamega. Kakamega. Let's watch Kakamega as I'm describing the rest. And then Joro. Elda Maravin. Kisi. Lagos, Nigeria. Lima. Lima, Peru. Lima, Peru. Lima, Peru. Lima, Peru. All these things have happened in you, your eyes. In your eyes. have happened in your eyes. I did them in your eyes. Unless you really don't want to. Unless you are tribal and you think these are tribes. You know there are a lot of issues that happen on this earth. 
And you are thinking you can bring tribe onto this. How? How can you fail to identify this message? Look at the earthquakes. Look at the, the don't go to them. We don't have time because I'm closing. Look at uh, Chile. Look at Haiti. Look at Nepal. I look at that. Look at the earthquakes. Look at the neutron stars where no man can reach. Unless you are really not cut out for the kingdom of God. Now. Now I want to take you back to the Messiah. When they spoke, the judgment with their tongue, and they say that the landowner will take those wretches and bring them to a wretched death. They essentially described what will happen to a people who know the truth but refuse it? Who know the Messiah but refuse, they decide in their hearts they are not going to accept him. That is where I wanted to bring you to.